Hello, and welcome to Ready and Newman's Daily Podcast, your go-to place for common questions about immigration to the United States. Ready and Newman is a team of experienced business immigration attorneys who handle a host of visa categories and complex immigration cases. This podcast will provide an insight into our daily free conference calls hosted by our attorneys, as well as discussions on hot immigration topics. Please note that information provided is not to be construed as legal advice for your specific situation and does not constitute an engagement with Ready & Newman PC or establish an attorney-client relationship. For specific advice on your situation, please contact an attorney. Here's your host. This is how we do today is February 22nd. The time is about 11.30 a.m. Ready and Newman PC has been conducting Zoom or conference call from past uh, 12 years. If you have any questions, please fill the Google Sheet out. Those people who fill the Google Sheet out will get the preference because it will become easy for me to respond. If you fill the Google Sheet, it will save time. I will also can get to the point accurately and quickly if you fill the Google Sheet out. So it just takes one to two minutes for you to fill the Google Sheet out. Please try to fill it out. Go ahead with the first caller. So you can hear me? Yes, Rahul. Venkat? Hey, Rahul. Thanks for my issue in the Google Sheet. Sure, you did. Uh, I lost my job in February to switch to B2. Uh, approved in... Uh, Approved uh, in July 2023, I moved to India because B2 was expiring in December. I'm able to land a job recently. My new employer filed H1B change of status in premium processing. It is approved in this I7 and say, what do you mean? You're in India, is it right, Venkat? Yes. Well, how can, uh, it has I-94 at the bottom. That's strange though. Did you have the stamping in the passport? When is your stamping expiring? Next year. Mm, I'm surprised how the I-84 is at the bottom when you're outside the country, though. He told me that. He gave me that. You can come. He told you that, but have you seen it? No. Technically, you don't need the stamping, but the only thing what worries me is how did you get the H-1B with the I-84 when you're not in the country? That worries me. You see my point, Venkat? Yeah. So once you have the H-1B approval, contact us. Because you haven't seen the H-1B approval yet. Okay. Okay. You are not supposed to get I-797A along with the I-94 at the bottom. But yes, you can travel to United States without stamping using the I-797B. But I-797 is confusing me. Next person, please. Josna. Hi, Rahul. Uh, I have posted... Your H-1B got approved. Year is 2023. Planning to take FMLA due to pregnancy. I'll be paid as part of my company policy during FMLA. However, in the pay slip, it will show as zero working hours. Will that impact the future whether while returning from India during the I-140 process? Well, no, it does not. As long as you have the documentation that it is because of the pregnancy that you're taking off, it should not cause any problem for the I-140 or anything like that, okay? 
Okay. So uh, do I have to work for a certain amount of months after FMLA before I should go to India? Well, why, why are you going to India? No, if in case, like, you know, if to get either H-1B stamped or something like that. Yeah, it's always, if you're going there to get the H-1B stamped, yes, ma'am. It's always better that you work for a couple of months before you go. Your baby will be too small to go anyway. So, yes, yes, yes. yes. Yeah, it's better that you Thank work you. a couple of months before you go. Next person, please. Gopal? Gopal? Hi, Rahul. Uh, good morning. Gopal, our office is not uh, good in this UV sado. You may have to contact somebody else. I would recommend Sunita Kapoor for it. I will give you the website of that lawyer, okay? Fine, sir. Thank you. Give me one second. Let me... I'll give sir, you the link of that lawyer. Sir, at least it will save us from deportation, sir. Uh, maybe you are... I don't know. I, 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 I do not want to comment anything on the things, okay? Next okay. person, please. Snehal. Uh, hello, Rahul, sir. Uh, thank you for all your help. Uh, my question is, my parents are having an interview, like a visa interview in Mumbai for the first time. Uh, and due to mm -hmm. their age, uh, their fingerprints are very hard to get. So can you please suggest something like, do they have How to get a uh, 70, 75. My mom is 70 and my dad is 75 years old. Okay, I think so. Uh, I think so. Biometrics are exempt if it about 75. So they, they are they are very specialists though for in biometrics though. Even if the fingerprints, so, they are very good in biometrics though nowadays with the technology. Huh. Okay, got it, got it. Yeah, I was just worried. Like, do they have to carry like any kind of doctor certificate? No, or no. Very they will know it. They will know it. They are very old, and especially for the mothers, they you know they work in the water a lot, so their oh. fingers are gone. So they understand those things very much. Okay? okay. Thank you very much. Thank you so much. Next person, please. Aru. If they don't get the biometrics, they'll call them again to do it again. So they will get it normally. Go ahead. Next person, please. Arun. Yeah. Hi. Uh, can you hear me? Uh, yes. Hi. Hi, Rahul Garo. Like, my question is in the sheet. Sure, sure. One second. Ramesh. One second. Yeah. Um, recently joined a company, GCEAD. They are planning to file for 85J supplement. They're going to be suggesting to apply for H1B, NTO, to use the backup. What is NTO? That's what I wanted to know. Like, I was the first time I'm hearing that. They said H1B NTO. So for a while, did you use the EAD? Yeah, yeah. So right now I'm on EAD. GCAD. NTO. I don't know what the NTO is. I don't see. So what I should... don't see any reason. I don't see any reason why they need an H1B at all. I don't understand what that NTO is. Yeah. So they are basically, you know, uh, they're, they're scaring the manager that if something happens to the EAD underlying 485, then we'll be out of status. So it's better to have a H1B. And. Yeah, so... Something yeah, is going then, to happen only with them. Something have, is going to happen with them because they're not getting paid. That's the only thing. And exactly, you don't need to file the 485J supplement also. Only if there is okay. an RFE or if there is an interview, you need to file the 485J supplement. Okay. And how about the H1B? Should I ask them to proceed or... Uh, no, I don't know what that NTO is. First, find out what that NTO is. Yeah, they said we may have to go to uh, stamping when we go to... No, India. don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. Next person, please. Okay. Ranwish. 
hello sir uh, my question is in the i resigned from position at a firm less than a year after joining i started in the offer letter uh, when i signed now they are requesting reimbursement for immigration fees which they also specified in the immigration fees they are asking you particularly yeah they sent me all the invoices as well so immigration fees they can't the ask so if it's if it's if it's immigration fees and paying the lawyer and all those things there is a form called wh4 form okay okay uh you can complain to the department of labor with the wh4 form okay okay yes sir thank you very much and i will give you the link of that form to you okay next person yes, please thank you vinay uh hi rahul uh, so my question i pasted in the google sheet till within 60 day grace period denial notice from system extension followed following an rfp but still within 60 day grace period can i begin my new program with the new identity or reenter required you are within the 60 days uh, you are the within the 60 days so you can try to yeah. transfer the service to a different university you can do that but what's the reason why you got the denial though uh, so uh, it's uh, based on the employment uh, for opt what I, i'm just wondering i didn't get a denial but in case if i get a denial i just want... what was the what was the employment though uh, it it's a voluntary role from uh, professor i uh, spoke to yesterday so oh yeah 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 i remember that okay so yeah if it's within 60 days you can try to move to a different university hello can you hear me so can you hear me right like i can move to Yeah, yeah. Within sixty uh, days, I can move to that. Yeah, you can try. I mean, I don't know if they have removed you from the service system, though. If they have not removed, you can. Otherwise, you have to get an I twenty, pay the new service fees, and then you have to go outside the country and come back in. Oh, okay. If they remove me from the service, then I have to do this. So it will. Uh, That's right. How if would they, I know that process? Uh, log into service and speak with the DSO. Okay, got it. Thank you. Thank you, Ram. If you log into service, it will tell you whether it's terminated or not. Next person, please. Venkata. My present status is AOS EAD. Venkata, are you there? Venkata Rangaram. Next person, please. Gautam. Hi, hi, Rahul. Uh, I'm working I... in USA between 2015 and 2019 on H1B, and returned back to India on 2022. It's on 2019. H1B. Okay. 2000. Uh, sorry, 2015 and. 2019 and H1B written back to India on 2022. I'm still working in India with same company who filed I-140. My I-140 was approved in June 2022 when I was in India. Shall I switch company here in India now and process my H1B? Yeah, you can. Since I-140 has been approved for more than six months, you don't you don't have any connection with the old company. If the company A filed a H1B, company B filed an I-140, you can come back on company C. You can come with any company right now, Mr. Uh, Punnasamy. Okay. Yeah. Thank you, Ravi. Okay. One more question: okay. Like, if I resigned from the company and I took the break for one hour, one year, and then join another company after one year, still I can proceed the H1B extension? Like, absolutely. Only in the next ninety years, though. Okay. Why not ninety-one years? Because I expect you to die by the time. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Same. Okay. Uh, hi, yeah. This is uh, Venkat. Sorry, um, I could not unmute. Venkat. Venkat, 
since you're an AOS EAD, you're telling the first job you're doing is W2. Can I parallelly work on 1099 with a different company company in the similar role? Absolutely, you can. No problem with it. Okay, thank you. Next person, please. Vivek Gupta. Hi, Rahul. I have put my question in the... I am an H1B with priority date of 2016. Spouse was an H1B until 2021. Now working on H4 ED. She has completed six years on her H1B. Can her employer file GC application? Absolutely, they can file a permanent I-140. She doesn't have to be on H1B. Now, once the I-140 is approved, since she has completed six years, she can still come back to H1B without any problem. She doesn't need to go outside the country. She doesn't need to stay outside the country for one year. Uh, no, company attorney is completely wrong. So do you have any documentation or link where we can share with the attorney, uh, the employer attorney, and then they can refer that? I'm going to make a video on it, though, on Sunday. If you want to come to TV Asia, you can watch it. But this this is one thing that you can do it, okay? An okay. article written recently. All right. Once it's been countered, you don't need to be countered again. There is a 2017 law that amended all those things, okay? So you can show this article to them. Okay, okay. Thank you. Next person, please. Likita, Likita, Arun. Likita, you can't pay the legal fees. Unfortunately, Likita, you can't do that. It can only be paid by the company. Next person, please. Arun. Hey, Raghul. Um, thanks for the call. I updated Google Sheet with my question. Sure. EB2 priority 2012, originally filed in EB3 in October, and did the t t uh, and changed the company into the new employer filed TUB again in exchange. Am I EB2 or EB3? My question is, which one is current right now? You are that. Um, I think EB, I'm current in EB3. So when uh, they file the transfer of underlying basis, a new employer, did they do in EB2 or EB3? EB2, they did in EB2. The new company. But it didn't approve. Yeah, new company did in EB2, but none of the top okay. got approved. Both. So it doesn't need to be approved. Have them file one more transfer of underlying basis to EB3 and then request the USCS to adjudicate your application under EB3. Uh, but I think the employer says since they didn't file the original 140, they cannot. They didn't file EB2. EB3. They, they did not. Then, they did not do EB2. They did not do EB2. No. They can then. If they did with EB2, why can't they do with EB3? Because in, with uh, my previous employer, I did in EB2. The tub. Sir. Sir. The new company can file a I485J, is that right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. When they file an I-485J, they have to show yeah. the I-140 approval. Is that right? Yes, but that's from previous employer, which was in EB2. Which I think I have I-140 in EB2 and EB3. I have both so, from previous employer. So, Arun, let me finish it. The new company can file a 485J, is that right? Yes, they did in EB2, yep. They, if if they did in EB2, the EB2 belongs to them or somebody else? Um, Arun? I think... The, the EB2 doesn't belong to them. The I-140 doesn't belong to them. Yeah, they don't have any... previous I company. Right. Yeah. If, they, if they have used EB2, why can't they use EB3? Okay. After so I have to... More I-485J... Then request the USCIS, look, we filed, uh, priority is current in EB3, adjudicate it. 
Okay, so I can have four two four eighty five days. Yeah, you can have ten four eighty five days. Next person, please. Okay, thank you. If you want more details, if they are not willing to do it, you can do it by yourself too. Okay, which is not advisable, but if they don't want to do it, you can do it by yourself. Next person, please. Sashi. Uh, hi, Adam. I have just posted my question in the Google form. I have two H1Bs. Main employer is not agreeing for location change amendment. Can I do with employer to move out to a new location as it worked from home? Wait, you have two employers. One employer is a main employer. One employer is a concurrent employer. Is right? Yes. So the main employer is not willing to do the address change. Is that right? Yeah, because it's going to cost him again. So. Yeah, so if, no, sir. You can't. You can't work for the main employer if you change the address and not file an both amendment. Both have to be done. Okay. But if you want to work for both the companies, thanks, sir. Yeah. Next person, please. Siddharth. Siddharth. Uh, yes. Uh, hi, Rahul. I posted my question in the Google Sheet. I'm planning to going back to home to India. I have an I-140 approved. Is there something? It seems that my current I-94 is not updated according to my recent H1. Will that be a problem? When is your I-94 expire or expiring? Um, it expired in 2022, but my current H1B is valid until 2024 April. But when did you last come into United States? Um, around February 2022. When did you file this H-1B extension that you have available until 2025? Um, around May 2022. After you entered or before you entered? Uh, after I entered. Ah, you're good then. You don't have any problem. I see. So after you entered, you extended the I-94? Yes, Rahul. So uh, initially when I was in India, I was, on a, I was working for a previous company. When I came back, I switched companies. No, oh, no, then you're good. Absolutely. I don't see any problem with you. I see. So uh, is there anything I have to keep in mind in case I want to come back to the United States on a later future date? No, only within 90 years you can come back. <laughs> All right. Thank you. Okay. After 91, 90, you will be dead. Next person, please. One card. Hey, Rahul. Um... Thanks uh, for giving me a chance to, uh, my case is that I'm on F1, I'm trying to convert it to I2. And mm -hmm. uh, uh, the issue is L1 uh, visa is expiring, the spouse L1 visa expiring in August 2024, but petition is still June 2025. So um, my EAD will be L2S will be August based on the visa or the wait, petition, wait, which is wait. June. Petition means I-797 approval? Yeah. It is based on the I-797 approval. Okay. Uh, but, but my visa will be based on the L1 visa, right? No. It says I-797 approval, I told you, not visa. Okay. Okay. Makes sense. And uh, the other follow-up question is, um, uh, my F1 visa is expired in December, but I have EAD till June on STEM. Uh, June 2024. Uh -huh. So do I have to renew uh -huh. F1 and get uh, interview waiver uh, to get L2? No. You, or is it? 
No, right now you can change the status within United States by filing and change the status from F1 to L2. You don't have to leave the country. Okay, awesome. Thank you. Next person, please. Sai Teja. Uh, hi, hello Rahul. I have posted my question on. I'm working Google. as a software developer with over two years of experience on H1B, working on the C2C model. My employer has filed perm in the EB3 category. I would like to apply for the EB2 National Nutrition Master degree in Computer Science. I have a publications and notable achievements. I have a technical lead and implementation partner. I have two people reporting to me offshore. Would possible and it's not that easy to tell whether or not you are eligible for national interest waiver um what i would recommend is you consider uh uh you consider you can even think about eb1a also saiteja saiteja are you there oh Saiteja, are you there yeah 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 I want you to get the see EB NIW is not giving you much advantage for you. The reason okay. is that EB3 and EB2, EB3 is advanced right now than EB2. National interest waiver okay. is in EB2. You may want to consider EB1A. Got it. Even if you are not eligible right now, Saiteja, you should mm -hmm. try to shoot it two years, three years down the line since you have publications. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Oh, you said Got you it. don't have notable. Oh, you don't have notable, notable achievements. Yeah, yeah. Ah, I thought you have notable publications. Okay. The fact that you just have a master's degree in computer science and you have a couple of people reporting to you is not good for NIW. Okay. Everybody has computer science nowadays. I don't know. At least eighty percent of these people in here have masters in computer science. Okay. okay. Yeah. But why does the NIW do for you? It is not doing anything good for you, though. Uh, well, I could, if if I do have a possibility, I could get my EB2 NIW approved uh, much quicker than EB3. Oh, just quicker part of it. Okay, that part is good. Okay. Yeah, you can get it evaluated by a lawyer by name Karim Jivani in our office. Next person, please. Thank you. Aparna. Hi, Rahul. Uh, thank you for taking my question. I posted my question in the chat. What the do sheet. you mean by rejected in the recruitment process? There are more applicants? Is that what you meant? Yeah, that's what they told me. Uh, they they found qualifying candidates, and that's the same phase uh, uh, the company rejected twice. You can join some company in Alaska or something like that. Some remote place. Do you see I the point? Work. Let's say, for example, let's say, for example, where, where is your company located at? So I work remote, uh, Rahul. The headquarters is in Boston. So Boston is where they file the labor certification. So if you find some company that is going to that is located in some cancer, some small place, that would be much ideal for you to get the labor approved, though. Do you see my point? Because if they have tried two times, the market is not good right now. Most probably they're going to fail. So you might also consider plan A, plan B, plan C. Are you married? Yes, I am. What's your husband's legal status? He He's uh, 140 is approved. 
Why can't you move to H4EAD, lady, and then try the labor certification afterwards? So, okay, I can make change. Would I be able to work while that is in the process? Pending? Yeah, absolutely. You can file H4 plus EAD, and then while it's in the process, you can continue working. And then file GC in parallel or a uh -huh. in parallel? Uh-huh, absolutely. File in parallel. Okay. In option two, or or what are the other options? I, there's, I mean, there's that's the best option. And if you have that option, I would not give you any other option. Okay? Okay. Thank you, Rahul. Okay. Yeah. Thank you, then. Vivek? Can you check the email address of Aparna, Shruti? It seems some mistake in there, okay? Oh, yes. uh, next person, please. Yeah. Uh, hi, Rahul, sir. Uh, my name is Vivek. Uh, I have posted my question in the I have, been, sheet. Uh, I have below experience and uh, below experience. EB3140 was with software automation, testing profile, 5.1 maintenance and tools of software function. I got selected in AIML engineering job from an employer, then the H1B transfer may have an issue as I want to move from software testing to AI. No, absolutely. If you, what, why are, you can shift your professions. Absolutely nothing wrong with it. Got it, sir. Thank you. And one more question. If your I-140 is for a lawyer position, can mm -hmm. you file a H1B extension for a software profession? Yeah, you can. Okay, thank you, sir. That's uh, that clarifies a big hurdle for me. Uh, I I am uh, for taking a decision. So thank you so much, sir. Absolutely I have one more question not. on H four EAD for my wife. Can I ask or uh... go ahead? Go ahead. Yes, so so my wife H uh, four EAD expired on seven January. She was just working as a freelancer uh, for a uh, testing uh, online, um, but um, uh, I could not uh, uh, apply her extension. Um, uh, EAD renewal before 7 January, the expiry date of the EAD. Uh, I'm still waiting mm -hmm. for my H1B extension. Uh, if I apply, mm -hmm. uh, should I apply my wife's EAD renewal now or, uh, or I should wait for uh, my H1B and S4 extension approval first? Why did not you file along with that application? Uh, actually, sir, uh, she's a freelancer, and and my employer didn't uh, didn't file uh, her EAD. Actually, they she doesn't work uh, in my in my company, so they do not file okay. the EAD for the reason. Yeah, you can file the extension of EAD before your H one B or H four is approved. You can go with the receipt notices. Okay. Okay, sir. And uh, if I apply on my, uh, would they consider uh, giving uh, the uh, the I uh, the validity of EAD based on my H four uh, uh, and H one uh, latest I ninety four or I will have to again apply. No, based on your when you apply when you go with the receipt notice, mm -hmm. the receipt notice will be approved one time, is right, and that will yes, be until yeah. 2027. 20, so you she will yeah. get an EAD until two thousand twenty seven. Okay, got it, sir. Thank you very much, sir. Thank you very much, sir. Uh, that's all. Next person, please. Uday. Hi, sir. Hope you are doing well. Uh, sir, I posted my question to your uh, Zoom direct message. Uh, H1B till December 2013. I have a pay steps from December 2013 and my employer didn't run the pay steps. Now I got a full-time job. Can I transfer H1B without pay steps? Mm. 
The company may ask for the pay stubs, though. If it's more than 60 days, we normally recommend people to file the B2 application, though. I don't know why you waited this long. Uh, yes, for my scenario, even employer told me that that we'll manage internally, so we don't need to be afraid of that. So that's how, like he mentioned in between like January and February, but now he is not gonna give that. Okay, then you have to you have to take a risk. The new company may not like it though. They may term, they may terminate the offer for you. Uh, okay, sir. So what will be the way, sir, for uh, you know, for in these scenarios? You don't have any any anything to do. I mean, you just have to go and try your luck with the new company. Okay. The other way is that you threaten the old company with a WH4 form. If you are interested in, you can have a consultation and see if they will give you the paychecks. If not, then you'll have to face your luck because you, you are cornered now. You should have taken the decision in January, not in February, though. Next person, please. Nikhil? Hello, Rahul. I posted the... Your yeah, health condition would need time to stay in India to get support from family. My firm was filed in September. So I was wondering uh, wondering if it's better to request my employer for the ability to work in India, work until should I wait until I-140 is approved. So it, it all depends on the com company, Nikhil. How big is the company, though? Okay. Uh, it's Nikhil. about like more than 10,000. 10, oh, but the question is, will so so if you're in India, they can still file an I-140. Are they willing to or are they not willing to? Uh, I should actually ask them that. But uh, if I can request for, say, five to six months of work in India before the I-140 stage, is it legally allowed uh, is my doubt. Uh, so from March oh, to yeah. August, can I... So, so Nikhil, the question is that... If you are one year in India, okay, can they still file an I-140 for you? They can. Okay. Okay. So it is, it is purely employer-employee relationship, right? It's uh, nothing legally wrong or... Um, no, I mean, nothing legally it, wrong. It's your employer-employee relationship. Nothing legally wrong. It's just like chicken <laughs> is legal in United States. But my wife says it's not. If it's not, if it's not, oh. what can I do? I can't show the law. Yeah, yeah. But you know, and I know that chicken is legal, is it right? Understood. So this yeah. is legal. Just one While you are in India, can they file an I-140? They can. Okay, just one question regarding this. So if I stay in India for one year from now, uh, can I still be paid in US dollars? Or is it, I mean, in the that's some, that's some accounting. That's some accounting issue. As far as the immigration is concerned, you don't have any problem. Next person, please. Thanks. Murali? Is it? Hi, Rahul. Yeah, posted my question. Uh, this will be the last caller, guys. I'm, I have another uh, Zoom call that I need to go. Go ahead, Murali. I'm an H1B with I-140 approval, September 2015. Prior to date, yikes, you missed it by 10 months. I'm planning to switch to the employer. Basically, client is offering a full-time position. Then I'm planning to take the thing. How the priority dates move? Wow, don't ask me the question whether priority dates are going to move. My question, in case the transfer process goes wrong and gets denied, it's going to impact by any way. I told the client I will join them only after the H-1B transfer gets approved. So if the H-1B you file that the transfer gets denied, you will have no negative impact, Murli. You are working with company A. You have an I-140 with company A. You file company B's H-1B and you're not going to start working with company B until the H-1B is approved. If the transfer gets denied, 
no impact on your current H1B or your I140. And not even future extensions also, right, sir? With None. Zero zip. You can just ignore that zero denial zip. by any chance it comes in. Okay. 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 Okay, okay sir. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you, guys. The next conference call will be tomorrow at 3.30. Uh, please, if you guys want to speak with me, you can schedule an appointment. Um, the link is provided there. Uh, you can come there and uh, and then block a time that suits you. Sorry, I couldn't attend all the people, guys. Thank you for listening to Ready and Newman Daily Podcast. We sincerely hope that you've taken something valuable out of it. Don't forget to subscribe and leave us a review. For more information or if you want to make an appointment, check out our websites, rnlawgroup.com and immigrationgirl.com. Have an awesome day.